Good morning, this is Thursday, September 26, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Syria rebels aligning with al-Qaeda. We get the latest from Beirut. Iran's president lands in tangle over Holocaust, and U.S. sees direct threat in attack at Kenya Mall. In today's national headlines, Shooter said Brain was electronically attacked. And ground gives way, and town tries to find its footing. We hear from Bayou Corn, Louisiana. In today's financial headlines, fund to let investors bet on price of bitcoins. Tech giants fear the spread of patent wars to Europe. And creator of Breaking Bad signs a deal for series on CBS. There will be more business stories and more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. Syria rebels aligning with al-Qaeda. That's the top story written from Beirut by Ben Hubbard and Michael Gordon. As diplomats at the United Nations push for a peace conference to end Syria's civil war, a collection of some of the country's most powerful rebel groups publicly abandoned the opposition's political leaders casting their lot with an affiliate of al-Qaeda. As support for the Western-backed leadership has dwindled, a second, more extreme al-Qaeda group, carved out of footholds across parts of Syria, frequently clashing with mainline rebels who accuse it of making the establishment of an Islamic state a priority over the fight to topple President Bashar al-Assad. The fractured nature of the opposition, the rising radical Islamic character of the rebel fighters, and the increasing complexity of Syria's battle lines have left the exile leadership with diminished clout inside the country and have raised the question of whether it could hold up its end of any agreement reached to end the war. The deep differences between many of those fighting in Syria and the political leaders who have represented the opposition abroad spilled into the open late on Tuesday when 11 rebel groups declared that the opposition could be represented only by people who have lived their troubles and shared in what they have sacrificed. Distancing themselves from the exile opposition's call for a democratic civil government to replace Assad, they called on all military and civilian groups in Syria to unify in a clear Islamic frame. Those who signed include three groups aligned with the Western-backed opposition Supreme Military Council. Mohanad al-Najjar, an activist close to the leadership of one of the statement's signers, Al-Tawid Brigade, said the group intended to send a message of disapproval with an exile leadership it believes has accomplished little. We found it was time to announce publicly and clearly what we are after, which is Sharia law for the country, and to convey a message to the opposition coalition that it's been three years and they've never done any good for the Syrian uprising and the people suffering inside, he said. The statement was issued just as Western nations are striving to raise the profile of the moderate Syrian political opposition, which is led by Ahmad al-Jarba. France has scheduled an event on Thursday on the sidelines of the UN General Assembly at which Jarba is to speak along with foreign ministers who have backed him, including Secretary of State John Kerry. There was no immediate comment from Jarba. A senior State Department official who accompanied Kerry to the United Nations meetings this week said that the United States was still trying to strengthen Jarba's coalition and suggested that some of the factions that had broken with him might include extremists. 
Another American official said that the coalition had recently made real progress in broadening its base by including an array of Kurdish parties as well as members of local councils in liberated areas of northern and eastern Syria.